Good morrow, comrades. Post-show episode 45, allegedly, perhaps. Um, it's action-packed, and it gets it gets a little weird, so prepare yourselves. Spy Family, episode 4. Moon Knight, episode 2. Our Flag Means Death, episode 5. The Pilot of Tokyo Vice. Bubble, the new movie that just hit Netflix, the animated movie that just hit Netflix. Lengthy review on that. We have quite a few thoughts. We get a little crazy. We talk some Doctor Who, some Better Call Saul, um, Severance, and how we're feeling about that. And then Grant just completely derails us with winning time, something about a hockey team. Um, And then Neon Genesis and where I'm at with that. So like I said, action-packed episode, a fun one, really enjoyed it. Um, Thank you again for listening and, you know, enjoy. How you doing there, fella? I'm all right. You know what I've realized? I think I say that every week. Fella? Yeah, I think I, like, I know I always say, oh, hey there, Grant. Mm. But I don't know where this fella thing started. I'm a big old fella. Yeah, I'm just worried about the worst of, the use of the word fella. I think, like, I should go for a synonym of fella every Mm. week. Feller? Hey there, no, 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 just like completely, terms of endearment of a, mm. of a like, uh, hey there, comrade. Ah, uh, I see. You know? Yep. Hey there, chap. How about that? Chicken boy. Yeah, chicken boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so we've each, we've each had a busy week. Um, we, you know, but we don't let that deter us from putting in the hours to, to really drum up content for this podcast. I've logged some hours this week. Yeah, you could sure. you could say that you've... you've. Oh, wait, I have it. I've got it. You could say that you've risked life and limb for this podcast. Life and limb, yeah. Along those lines, for That's sure. That's what they say. Um, but yeah, we have a commitment, okay? So let's start with something light and breezy. Spy Family, episode four. Yes. Um, I assume you caught it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, in so many words, would you describe it as moist? Oh, it's most moist. Yeah, hella most moist. moist. I, I love how you know, like we've been saying too. You know, at least very much. At least me, I was kind of caught by surprise of you know comedy over action. Like you know, there's a good blend, more of the comedy yeah. than coming out. This episode was straight up hijinks, and mm-hmm. I love like a good, just like a silly, a, kind of a silly episode. It, it was very anime. If, if very that, anime. If you catch my drift. Very anime. Very, and I, you know, I, I say this often, but it's very hard to pull off certain things mm. in anime. Like, I think a good way to think about it is, which is a good way to think about like all television and, and all and a lot of storytelling is that it's much easier to be surface level than it yeah. is to be like pure comedy or pure drama or pure action. Right? Like a lot of things that you'll see out there that are popular or are just like very mainstream they kind of have a little bit of everything it's like a light comedy with drama with hints of a drama or mm-hmm. a drama with hints of comedy and they kind of do everything not many sl- yeah. yeah not many shows do 
everything really, really well. Does that make sense? Yeah, this is, and you know, it's, it always bums me out to say, you know, the expression of, uh, you know, uh, not a master of all, like, you know, Jack of all trades, sorry, Jack of all trades. So weird. I knew you you were going to say that. I knew it. You know, this show I find like, it's, it's not just like just getting by in all those departments. Like it, it truly is excelling at like a very high level in every kind of genre that it, it, genre is not the way, but medium, I guess. Medium. Yeah. It, it really like it's it's on all cylinders at all times like even the slow moments and there was a there was like a couple weird disjo- disjointed moments in this episode but i think that came with the character the territory of just like how like kind of goofy it was like mm-hmm. the like the gags like the the outfit change gags and the introduction of like you know like the three old men like in, in every anime you know there's always just like that kind of like overtly wise like wise looking character and the, the it was the giving guy... tangent vibes yeah, tank, yeah. Yeah, um, very flashy, very, uh, very, uh, was it graceful? Not graceful. What was the word he kept saying? Flamboyant. Fla- no, 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 not Tangan, but the, this character in Spy Family. I'm blanking. Oh, elegance. Elegant, elegant. Oh, yes. elegance, you know. That, <laughs> that, dude, that's just what I have in my notes, is Spy Family episode four, colon, elegance. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, um, it's, it's so good. I, like, it's just really hard to pull off a full-on comedy episode. Um, to your point about the outfit changes and stuff like that, you know how, like, that was just silly and absurd and not believable, but it doesn't matter because it's, like, in service of the... It's it's the point, right? Yeah. It's, making, driving, it's driving the plot forward. So, <laughs> yeah. so, Grant, that scene, which is probably, like, eight minutes, like, it's a lot, right? They, they go... Or maybe six or something. From the but, second they walk through the gates to, like, the interview yeah. itself, yeah. So... But the whole, oh, yeah, but don't worry, I have yet another outfit, right? And, like, by the third time, you're like, what is happening? So that is every single episode I've ever seen of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And it's that all the time. Really? Just, like, absurd? Like, in in the moment of, like, aha. It almost feels like improv. Yes. And then, okay, I think I know what you mean. It feels like someone's doing this. To be like, what? How far do you think we can do, fuck with the audience? And then the other, and then the other person goes, "What audience? We're doing this for ourselves. Like this, we're just, you know what I mean? Like they're not, they don't care who they lose along the way. They're just going to like be as ridiculous and absurd as possible. They're strictly operating in their space. And that's yeah, all they see. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's so it's, weird. But anyway, it's really good. The, but I think um, this was like an, yet another reason to like Spy Family, right? Yes, I think so. I, this show is, you know, there's there's so much on this season. We've kind of been over that. I don't want to, you know, tread over that water too much more. But, like, in recent memory, especially, like, a new show, like, really hitting it. It's not even, like, hitting its stride. It's just, like, one after like one after another, you know. It just keeps going at this pace. And if, if it can keep, like, a full 12-episode run in the first core like this, no stopping, like, good God. <laughs> this, like, it's so beautiful in the colors and... Yeah, it's really, really, really influenced by family. Characters are growing on me. Um, the yeah. kid is reliably good. Like the kid is like the plot device that you can't use too much of, otherwise you kind of taint the show yep. a little bit. Like they seem to that seems to work really well. Like the character, the chemistry is getting good. I don't mm-hmm. know. I thought um, there was like some fun development. You know, I don't want to like. Like, you don't want to delve too deep in such a light episode, because I think the point of the episode was to, like, kind of take a load off and establish... It was... 
a weirdly transitional episode. Yeah. For like for what is to come, you know, like it was. I think they did the like the clearly the first phase of the mission is now kind of over. Like we mm-hmm. haven't got the official answer yet, but you know, it's. I don't, it, it, like you know, like you can tell, like they're moving on to something new because they kind of just threw a bunch of characters at us all at one time, mm-hmm. moments with each, and then you know, probably for the rest of these twelve episodes, they're going to be kind of peppered in, kind of have like one, like the like, like the little boy that was in the in like the great, like the sewer grate or whatever. <laughs> it's clearly like placed there as like a honeypot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like we're definitely going to see this kid again, you know, and stuff like that. Obviously, like the the teachers and the, the headmaster people and whatnot, but it's. No, I bet this will be a really good show if people find this like a couple months late. Like, I bet this would be a good binge. Like, I'm thinking oh, of the f- yeah. yeah, the four episodes that we've seen would be a great, a great binge. And I bet that uh, I, I'm sure I'm, I think I know it's popular now, but I bet it'll get like a really good second wind in between its first and second mm-hmm. core. Well, this is, you know, a show like this, there's just no way the like the you know the final episode of the first core there's no way it's not just going to end with a big bang you know like yeah, there's totally. going to be a cliffhanger it's going to be exciting and they're going to use that excitement and create that and create that into momentum for the second core and then that's just going to be as bigger if not more you know so it's the i think the show is hitting all the right marks and uh true story. yeah i'm just eh, you know it's the new saturday show right you're like oh shit saturday spy family let's go you know let's get it it's yeah speaking of currently airing shows that's the only segue i can think of (laughs) um moon knight you want to jump into that a little bit i would actually love to jump into moon knight so first of all how far are you two episodes okay oh oh, perfect me too okay so um so i can you want a spoiler warning so that we can talk details if we need to yeah, like I think we're finale, several weeks behind, right? Yeah, the finale is airing this week, so I think it's fair game to talk episodes one okay. to two. Well, the there's your spoiler episode. warning for the first two. Um, what are you thinking so far, um, I, Dave? I am <clears throat> so I'm, I'm unsure, like where why I like it so much. Is it mm. because I've given myself some distance, you know, some monthly distance from whether it's uh, the Hawkeye? The MCU, because like you know, I think the last one we really watched was uh, was uh, Loki, mm-hmm. and then you know mm-hmm. I haven't watched any of the movies other than Spider Man. Did, did you know, neither I, of us watch Hawkeye? By the way, I think you and I had gotten like I definitely only did one episode. I think I only got, done. I might have done one two. Or two, and it was just like I'm not into it. I'm not buying it. But you know, I've seen a lot of really good things, and I really really like uh, Oscar Isaac, and my one of my favorite actors of all time is Ethan Hawke. So I'm like, mm. you know. You know, and I think that there was an interview, I think, Ethan Hawke did on Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel, and it was, like, a total, like, backstep on, like, everything he had ever said, but he was like, yeah, no, like, I ran into Oscar Isaac, and, like, I could see the fire in his eyes, and he liked this project, and he promised me it wasn't going to be, like, every other superhero thing, so, like, I did it, and I was like, okay, well, if my guy's, you know, into this, let me give it a go, and I'm really glad I did. Um, I will say up top, I think the, the only thing that makes this show stick out is the performances like everyone across the board pretty much everyone that's been on the screen that's had some lines they've kind of crushed it you know Mm. whether it's whether it's oscar isaac or uh ethan hawk or and i i don't happen to know the actress's name uh but like the mark character's wife we you know like she's clearly yeah yeah we just met her but yeah we we just just met her this or the second episode Mm -hmm. like she's really good you know and like just the jumping back and forth between and i'll I'll give you a second to jump in no no it's good you're good um 
just the scenes of Oscar Isaac like arguing with himself like in a mirror. Like yes. I know it's a lot of editing, but like it the editing is so tight. It feels like natural flowed conversations. And I, I don't think I've seen that like conviction in a role like I have of the Steven character in MCU in a long time. Interesting. Like, him fighting back and being like no like you know like there was a line to it's such a that second episode in particular is phenomenal Mm -hmm. (laughs) like and i know i know it gets better i know the internet's been losing their shit Mm -hmm. uh i think episode five or the you know the penultimate episode is uh is like supposed to be a big deal yeah for him specifically so Mm -hmm. like i don't know i'm just really really digging it like there was just like a line you know she's talking about like you know she wants a divorce and he as the steven character he's like i i wouldn't wouldn't, yeah i would never divorce he's such a a romantic and you know the the ideologies between the two characters played by the same person is just so impressive like you know it's honestly two episodes in i'm enjoying pretty much way more than i ever liked any of captain or uh winter soldier yeah that was a tough one you know, WandaVision, you and I were up and forth. I think Loki as a whole was good up until the end, like the very end, which I did not dig that finale. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going to continue watching it. It makes me, I, I think I might go back and watch Hawkeye. Just, you know. Yeah. You know, everything. True so. say, you know, everything I heard about Hawkeye was that that back half apparently just slaps, as the yeah. kids say. Um, so apparently the second half of Hawkeye, the series is quite fantastic. I think it had a pretty tough pilot, but apparently it really has really gears up. Um, yeah, so I'll comment a little bit on, on Moon Knight. Um, so I really like it. I think they had a very, very strong second episode. Yeah. I was probably, the word I'd use is probably lukewarm on the pilot. Um, I must've left like three weeks in between the pilot and and the second episode and then I knew okay. that you told me you were getting into it and I was like alright well let's and then in between that time the internet really caught fire on the last couple episodes you know I haven't mm-hmm. seen we haven't seen any spoilers but I just know that like you know people are really really digging it um, it's funny I really wasn't digging Oscar Isaac's accent and the, like just like his delivery of Steven in the f- but that's only in the first episode yeah ironically it seems to work way better now that he's in contrast with himself as this second the second character you hear the two voices going back and forth it feels a little more natural the conversation yeah you realize like even subconsciously your brain's almost more accepting of his accent because you know the other half is there and it's probably they're probably like really driving both accents home to create that to enhance that contrast because they have Mm -hmm. to to your point too i will say one of the best parts by far about the show and this isn't anything technically new but it is hard is the self-talking scenes in the mirror uh the camera work of episode two he's like stuck in a cab or a car at some point yeah and just the like the anger he exudes from his voice how he angry at the other self and i was like whoa man like well done yeah um i was blown away i was absolutely blown away yeah so that part is working for me big time Mm -hmm. um this whole kanju thing and like you know it's the servitude and uh go you know the whole ethan hawk angle like i just we haven't been shown enough um, but I'm ready. That, but that, see, that's the thing. That's why I'm I'm ready for them to unpack that. Yeah. You know, it's been a while since like there's like it's a been a while. I'm like, oh my god, like all right, we're gonna go from this to that to that. Like I want to know, like you know, because they they again, I feel like I'm stealing the mic from you here, but like, no, no, not at all. 
you know, there's that scene where Steven just willingly, I guess he's kind of like, he has no choice, but he goes right into the, um, yeah, I'm blanking on Ethan Hawke's, the villain's names. It, yeah, I forget uh, it too. Hunter or something like that. Anyways, um, he just like walks right into the cave and he sits down, he's at a dinner scene and Ethan Hawke's playing like this, you know, hypothetical, you know, uh, benevolent being to everyone in this town or fortress or whatever it is. And, you know, like, just the back and forth of, like, how he knows, like, oh, what's he saying to you? Oh, he's, yeah, he used to say this a lot. Like, he, you can tell he's a good villain because, like, he knows the inside baseball. You know, it's like the, it shows just how of a disadvantage Oscar Isaac's character is against this villain. You know, like, in this, you know, mode specifically. I don't know. It's, I think there's so many layers going to unpack with this show. You're enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. And I think... I think this could be a good rewatch because it's short. And I bet you there's a lot of little fun stuff they pepper all through. Like his apartment, like there's probably so much cool Easter egg shit. They're huge on that with these Marvel shows. Huge. So it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited to get, you know, I, I do think, because I watched one and two back to back, and I think that was good. I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to wait till the finale is mm. out, and leading up to that, I'm just going to do two episodes at a time and mm. just go well, through it that way. There's not very many. So it won't yeah. take won't no. take long to get through them. I'll I'll try and uh, watch another one or two there in the next week or so. We can meet up next week and see where we yeah. land. But um, one other thing I'll I'll make note of that I I do enjoy and I appreciate because I I think it's probably difficult. Um, and I wonder if we'll end up seeing it on Corridor Digital. Is the fight scene in episode two where he's fighting one of these beasts made by <laughs> Ethan Hawke's character, but it's invisible to other people. It looked and, like puppetry. I yeah, that. so yeah. like, there's some cool VFX there. There's obviously stunt work, wire work. Like, I don't Which know. The I thought MCU needs they need more little moments like this. You know, like where it's yeah, it's, it's because it didn't. That was not a save the planet fight, right? That was just like yeah. a fight in the street. Yeah. Um, it was still with a big invisible creature, but they yeah. made it believable. They made it grounded. Um, if we could, t- if we could take like 30 seconds to ease up on the smoke blowing up this show's ass. Um, the worst CG Marvel has ever put on a show. Of the uh, Kanju and... Um, um, no, not Kanju. Um, he's not perfect, though. Like, he's far from perfect. He's very, like, you know, otherworldly, I would say. But that the opening episode, the escape scene mm-hmm. from, like, Switzerland mm-hmm. is some of the... I think the, the worst Marvel has done. In one of their properties, there's, is, there's is some highlight show. reels on that Black Widow movie though that are pretty oh, tough. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Have you? No, no. This has kind of like I'm not going to say I'm going to jump right into everything I've missed, um, but I, I do feel like this has kind of like warmed me up a little bit to you know the next wave because Thor is coming and obviously mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange is coming out this weekend. True. You know, so are you going to try and see it on the weekend? I. I don't realistically. I don't think I'll be able to catch this one in theaters. But, oh, in theaters uh, at all? No. Well, <sighs> you know, inside baseball. I don't, yeah. I'm not really mobile right now, so yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, we'll coordinate so we can do a review for the pod. Yeah. Um, Which I'm excited for. Like, I love Sam Raimi. You know, I'm. Yeah. I think we had talked about this last week. So I, I'm not like fully bought back into the MCU, but I think Moon Knight has done a. Whether they wanted it to do that, this is the spark that's kind of relit me a little bit mm-hmm. in all the IP. It's, whatnot, you know, so. above all, I'll say that it's fresh, right? Um, for, sh- for sure. It's yeah. it's probably the freshest thing they've done in a long time, and I'm curious to see where it goes. If you're at, like, what do you think on your hype level is that? Like an 8? You sound like an 8. On Moon Knight? Yeah. 
Easy eight, yeah, so yeah. far. Six point four so. is where I'm at. But not because I think it's like bad, just because like I but might I have think... been a little more MC out than you were. Mm. You know what I mean? MCU'd out. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I, I, I agree with that. But I, I do I do think like the pilot that I also agree is not it's strong suit. It's not a great mm-hmm. pilot. It's not a bad pilot, but I would say that was like a six seventy mm-hmm. for me. But I I think that second episode is yeah. like really good no i was no they covered a lot of ground that second episode it was really really well done mm-hmm. um as far as oh man i was gonna say something meowing cats distracted me oh um what i was going to say was um this this should go on the uh the part-time otaku merch uh section um for notes to ourselves is we say it all the time pilots are hard man pilots are hard <laughs> yeah um but but they really are like you really anytime you know you shit on a pilot or you're critical and you know like you're we're certainly allowed to be critical of things but it's like one thing i you can always i don't want to say give people a pass on Mm -hmm. is the pilot not a pass but like you do have to just maybe change you know realize your expectations a little more and realize like how much a pilot has to accomplish Mm -hmm. it's it's an insurmountable amount of work not insurmountable but it's a very heavy amount of work you gotta um, have a little bit of buy-in right you, you have yeah. to be you have to be open to the story mm-hmm. and knowing that it is going to continue like you're not going to get your finality in this one episode right so it's 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 a balancing act it's why the follow-up episode is so important too right you got to come oh, out swinging yeah. for episode two it's definitely like for me like as a recommendation anyone listening like if you were just like not at all with um you know the, the pilot episode of this if you watch the second episode and it you know, if it still doesn't sit with you, then like, you know, I think that's like a good place to just don't worry about it. Kick it out of your mind. You can stop there. But because that second episode is really good, you know, like, mm-hmm. I was, I was, I was shocked. I was like, oh damn, like they really stepped it up for this episode. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, I now see what the show is and I'm in, you know, so it's good on them. The mouse. Well done, sir. Yeah. Um, I'm at episode five. This is a light and quick one. Okay. I'm on episode five of Our Flag Means Death. Okay. All right. So um, you're almost at the end. You're more than halfway through at this point. And you finished it, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. So, um, so yeah, more than halfway. It's like a very specific mood, right? It's, it's again, it's like very, very similar to what we do in the shadows. So it's like you yeah. want to, you have to be in the mood for that. Absolutely. And I think like how do i how do i phrase this it's like um sorry so much dead air i'm just trying to get my thoughts together (laughs) i i I like it a lot i don't think i like it as much as what we do in the shadows um but that's fine um i will say though like these types of shows it's not unlike um a semi-modern sitcom where like the world is so flexible that they can just decide to be like i want to tell a story about insert scenario and they can just like very easily write almost any story into this show yes Um, and that this is evidenced really really well by episode five which is uh they take uh blackbeard to a fancy dinner party (laughs) with nick kroll dude (laughs) nick kroll like I that was like some of the best shit I've ever seen in my life. That is such a good episode. At the end, a spoiler, but one of my favorite 
like scenes in the whole series is like when Steed Bonnet returns to like save the day and they all start sniping at each other oh <laughs> like god. in the parlor and I was like oh my god it's so funny I I love that man I thought it was so good like and I just cannot believe like all just all the little things dude like the the whole thing is obviously a play on the absurdity of of shit like that yep. like it felt like Nick Kroll's direction was like, I want you to to do the most over-the-top, ludicrous, unbelievably bad French accent and commit to it without hesitation. Don't ever try to make it real. I want you to sound like a 16-year-old or a 14-year-old doing a bad French accent. And he just like unwaveringly delivers it, but like okay. still somehow seems serious. But it's just so ridiculous. I don't know, man. And, it like, co- and also ugh. still comes across as clear. And, like, yes. the jokes are, you know, you understand where the joke is. It's, it's I was tremendous co- comedic acting. It's really, really good. I was watching that with my mouth open. I was just like, <laughs> what are these people doing? This is this is so ridiculous. As it, like, they have, like, that's the kind of show, and that's the kind of episode where when people are filming, they're standing around at each other during breaks, and they're going, I can't believe this is my job. Yeah. Like, that was, like, that was ridiculous. How do you be off? One of the best things ever. Like la- laughing your ass off at jokes like that. Like it's, yeah, man. You know, the improv that like shows like that. The improv that just must take place. Yeah. You know, just everyone like, lose. And even like there's even shit like Sam was pointing out like, you know, it like little things that they don't intentionally draw a ton of attention to, but if you just look for it, like you know how they all wear the fake wigs, right? Yeah. Like at that at that part in the parlor at the party, like one guy's fake wig was just flowers and a whole chicken on his head and like i didn't catch it till the end i was like wait that guy's wearing a chicken like but he had it he had it for the whole party (laughs) i need to go back and watch just shit like that man i I don't know um i yeah this is a very solid recommendation by you um you know i also like for mealtime lunch i started rewatching um the it office or the it office the it crowd the it crowd <clears throat> but speaking, one of our favorites yeah you think about the it crowd um the office uk um and then like what we do in the shadows um flight of the concord like all this humor in the same or somewhat similar area mm-hmm. it's just glad it's just nice to see it still thriving yeah. you know I'm, I'm just very 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 down it it looks different but its soul is the same yes absolutely you know, the feeling is yeah. the yeah. feeling remains um so yeah that's our flag means death uh Such a good show. i'm so glad you're enjoying it yeah i'm so glad you're both enjoying it yeah it's a, it's a vibe it's a mood and i'm and i'm down with it um over to you i've got like a few well like several more things so i'm gonna let you hold the mic so <clears throat> i i took another swing at tokyo vice oh you know what i watched the pilot so that works okay well so what before i jump into episodes two and three what what did you think of uh, the first episode so I think like what you described it as was that it's like extremely my shit yeah. or our shit. And like, I think I agree. Um, not, you know, like further to our point earlier, not the strongest pilot, but like, no. a, but like a strong pilot, like long, long pilot. Yeah. Yeah. A full hour. And it's, it's almost all world building, right? Like. Yep. Like, and you know, sometimes that's the making of a great show. Like, I I just haven't watched something this serious in a while. I mean, I, I want to talk about something else later, but I haven't watched this kind of show in a long sure. time. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it feels like it feels like a Michael. I know like there's other people involved, but like it very much feels like a Michael Mann movie. Like it kind of feels like Heat. You know, the first episode, the first episode doesn't do a great job because you know, again, pilots are hard, and we've really hit that home this mm-hmm. this episode. But um, you, you know, <clears throat> the show. Like episode two, phenomenal. Like, oh yeah, it was like it was like well, it's like what I had read online. You know, everyone. I think the consensus is no one really likes Ansel Elgort as the lead. And is that his name? The guy that was Baby Driver. <clears throat> yeah, 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 dude. That was like one of my the next things I was gonna say. That was well, that was my thing too. When I had originally told you about, it. I was like, I don't like this fucking guy. And anytime on screen, I was like, well, this seems like a waste. And, you know, that has not gone away. Like, anytime he's on screen, it's just like, ah, oh, like, if it could be anyone else. Timothy Chalamet episode, is all booked up. Whew. Well, yeah, it just feels even, like... Don't even tease me. That no, but it feels it. like there are a couple act, young actors yeah. in this age, in this demo, that are getting all the work. <laughs> like, you know, you know who would have killed this? Tom Holland. I'm sure, <laughs> well, yeah. But, and I'm sure Ansel Elgort would not like hearing this, but fucking hmm. Miles Teller in this oh, role. Oh, man. Miles Teller would kill this. You know, like it's he's who he's who I picture, but but the thing I had also read online about like post episode one is when the cop shit really kicks in and when the Yakuza shit really kicks in. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, boy, like, it is <laughs> so like the inner work because like you know like I played the Yakuza games like that's like a big thing between Joey and I like we love that shit you know like and yeah you reviewed them on this show I think. Uh, Yakuza sent like like a dragon. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it was my one of my f- absolute favorite games from last. Probably my favorite game from last year. And you know, I I've watched Joey play them over the years. I've watched all the stories online because they've been around since like the PS2 era. You know, like these Yakuza games are old. And you know, so I'm familiar with like the uh, like the chair, like the groups, and you know the different clans and the the part like the sub clans all within all that. And then you see this show and you see it live action. And, like, I'm sure there's movies. Like, this isn't, like, new territory by any means. But it's it, it almost feels... It's shot like a Western gang drama. Mm. Or, like a, like, a, you know, cops and robbers drama kind of thing. But it has the tone and the feel of, like, genuine, like, you know, like, Japanese culture. And, and just, like, you know, the... Like, the comings and goings of the various gang members they're slowly introducing... And, uh, you know, like, Ken uh, uh, Wananabe is in this, and he's, like, always, like, just batting a, batting a thousand, like, in everything he does. Yeah, that guy does And miss. he, you know, he he plays the cops, and they really get into, like, how the cops and the, the Oxa clans, like, have to work together because of all the laws that have been passed. Yeah. And it's, like, it's in no one's interest for shit to be in the news. So, like, the cops are just openly, like, hey, like, you got to give us a guy because, like, we caught you doing this. Don't make a fuss. Like, we need to take, we need a body. So, like, a guy, like, willingly goes up. He gets arrested. You know, it's... And then, you know, and then it comes back into the Ansel Elgort stuff. And it's like, ugh. And there's this whole thing with a girl that he's kind of... You know, um, I think she's in the first episode. She works in one of the hostess clubs. Yeah. And, like, that stuff. <laughs> like, Leanna, Leanna watched the pilot with me. She's like, that's not for me. This is for you. You know, <laughs> you know, enjoy kind of thing. I'm like, all right, loud and clear. And I was, like, halfway through... Um, it was either the second or third episode, and there's like a dinner scene between the two characters. And Leanna was like sitting beside him, and she's like, "That was the fakest fucking conversation I've heard in my life." <laughs> you know, it was just like these people, these two characters are like, like w- university educated, like talking like they know the streets kind of thing, and mm-hmm. all that. It was just, it was just very, very funny, and it was, it was the first time she chimed in. I was like, "Yeah, no, I think this is just the internet as a whole their feel about this show right now." But everything outside that 
it's really really cool and uh, there's like a clearly a mystery going on and you know i will say in the closing moments of episode three I, I can see myself growing on Ansel Elgort's character a little bit because I mm-hmm. think he's also maturing as a character. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, he might be able to fit into this. But he's just like, you know, he's like a six-foot-something white guy walking around the show. It's, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a hard sell. It's a really hard sell. I'm hoping by the end it's all one big picture and I'm just like, okay, we're good. You know, I mean, yeah, good, like, so. and you don't know how you'll feel or how we'll feel, like, post-growth. Like, yeah. like, depending on the character arc, too, right? Like, I think my problem with him is, like, I can't tell if he's playing the character um, and it's the way the character is written that I don't like. Like, you know, to Leanna's point, like, there was definitely some clunky dialogue in that scene. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what is going on here? But like, it's like, is it the performance that I don't like? Or is it a combination of the performance and the way this character is written? And I don't know, because to your point, too, you put Miles Teller in this and you get him to say the same words, it's probably a better product. So. It's probably going to land, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I've actually, yeah. I never saw Baby Driver, so I don't know if I've ever seen this guy in I anything. I liked it, and I didn't dislike him in that. Like, he, you know, he wasn't by any means my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a movie about, you know, cool fucking cars going fast, you know, mm-hmm. and like good tunes blasting. Like, you know, the, the whole shtick was like, he didn't really have to talk. The music kind of told his story, you know? And like, it was just like him being the wheel man and he had all these other characters doing the real heavy lifting all around him. You know, mm. like John, John Hamm and Jamie Foxx put in two phenomenal performances. And I know Isn't Daniel I know Craig in that too. Uh, no, no. Oh, Kevin Spacey is, you know, all, all that shit aside, uh, he was good in it. You know, it was like, it was, he played a good role and, uh, you know, it, it just, Ansel Elgort was not like, you know, he was, he was like the silent wheel man, you know, like he oh, did okay. just, he did barely more than like Ryan Gosling in okay. Drive, you know, oh, like. Do not come for Drive. Drive is good. So, no, drive, no, 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 but like, but like it was, that was like a muted performance and it was all about like. I like know, to call it restrained. So, well. I know. That's a great movie. I'm but, uh, No, I don't know. Like it's. I think Tokyo Vice for you and I. It's definitely one to keep watching. Mm-hmm. If you even, I think you should at least watch episode two no, because I'm... that's when they dive into the cop stuff, and it's that is so fascinating. Yeah, it's okay. so interesting. And episode three is more like the Oxus stuff is kicking in. It's... Let me let me put it this way. Um... I am warmer on Tokyo Vice Pilot than I was Moon Knight. Um, oh, on the Moon yeah. Knight Pilot, that is. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah, Moon Knight pilot. had a great episode too, and it sounds like Tokyo Vice's follow up is probably stronger than its pilot. But yeah, like, but I don't know, man. Like, it's like I don't want to sound like it's not good enough because like. There's so many shows that, like, there's just so many shows, period, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, if you just scroll on any of the new shit on Netflix or if you look around on Disney+, Plus, like, there's a lot of shows right now. And I can say for a fact Tokyo Vice is better than a lot of them. Like, I already know that after one episode. It's stunning. Like, it yeah. is so well shot. So, uh, yeah, it's... you know, because it's not, like, batting, you know, a 90 at the beginning doesn't mean... You know what I mean? Like, it's mm-hmm. still better. It, this is... It's already an above-average show. I just don't know if I'm going to fall in love with it, right? There's plenty of above-average shows that I haven't, and that I haven't say grabbed. I've, I've fallen in love with it by any means, but it's. I think it's ramping. It's just. It's my wheelhouse, you know. Like I. Yeah. I think I, I'm. I'm holding on so firmly to it just because of my love of the Yakuza series. The Yakuza stuff. I like the idea yeah. of like uh, North American lost 
kind of lost in translation slightly like just landing in japan we both like so many things about japan and the culture obviously um yeah and then you mix in all this true crime shit that we're both interested in and i don't know the fish out of water aspect i don't know there's like on paper this sounds like there's plenty to like so why not there's a scene in i can't remember if it's episode two or three it's a very minor spoiler but essentially ansel elgore's character is like trying to like be a little he's with his buddies some yakuza guys show up looking for him like they're looking for him by name and he tries to be like a bit of a tough guy and they give him such a hard fucking smack that like brings him back to reality (laughs) and like you can immediately see it just kind of like just fades out of him like yeah okay like you know yeah i'm out of my depth here like they're they immediately move on to his friends and he's like no no no, okay like I'm, i'm coming you know like i'm not it's me. Da, da, da. Like I know Japanese. I know you're looking for me, and they're like, "My fucking move! Like you're wasting my time." It was it was pretty funny. Just, just like one good smack just fucking reminds you. It it is good to see him get t- taken down a peg. That happens a lot, even just in the pilot. Yeah. Um. So well, it'd be he's interesting to getting see. dressed down. Yeah. It, it'd be interesting to see what happens to his to his character. Um. Okay. Let's do something beefy. I mean, we beefy. we we may not go big on this. We may go then. Then again, we may go big on this. I think we need to tackle the big. Uh, we need to tackle the movie review. Big old bubble. Bubble. Let's talk about Bubble, the new Netflix anime film that dropped. Like I think this weekend. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday or Friday. So we're we're giving a fairly topical uh, review or a relatively. It's it's fairly fresh. When do you watch it? Last night. Yes, I watched I it last too. night. Oh, there you go. Okay, so. I don't even know where to start, Grant. Okay, how about this? Okay. Um, neither of us are allowed to rant because we don't know how each other feel, but there's mm-hmm. a chance that if we're on the same page, we just steal all the words that the other person's going to say. Absolutely. So, right. never, so how about this? In a short sentence, how do you feel about it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Where Where's your head at? Pretty as fuck sound it was one of the most beautifully sounded things i've listened to hmm. in uh in anime couldn't give less of a fuck about that story though wow oh man. yeah that's funny <laughs> man it's uh, what a bummer that we're on the exact same page <laughs> <laughs> um i said i wrote this is some of the uh like some of the most breathtaking animation i've seen in a long time the pov <laughs> wow and 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 shame about the plot is what I've written down. Dave, could they have reminded us that the story is about the Little Mermaid? Like a little no, that, many times? That like, didn't hit hard enough the first time. And I, I turned and I said to Sam, I was, like, I was like, this is so remarkably on the nose. If this bitch turns into bubbles at the end of this fucking movie, I'm not watching any... I mean, what am I, I mean, they already got me to watch it. So I don't know. I will leave a critical review on my podcast. I was like, <clears throat> they had said the first time, like... Uh, like the words the little mermaid were spoken out loud Ugh. i kind of just like looked at leanne i was like ah yes public domain yeah <laughs> you know, like they have a liberal use of this and i was the second they said the little mermaid i got my heart sunk i was like fuck yeah i can just the way the story had been kind of going Dave, yeah <clears throat> you know what it's so funny this is gonna sound so weird because i think there is some like, weird connection to 86 in this show i don't know if it's the, i think it's the music but there is weird 86 stuff in there that i was picking up this guy is basically I there's also a character bought, named shin there was i would have bought the the protagonist's shtick a whole lot more if i had not just seen shin 
give a quiet, sulky, but mm. believable, like like a damaged persona. You know what I mean? Like it, it was well, hard to see them back to back like that. Like two this similar might, type characters. You know what I'll counter it's with? Too much anime. You know what I'll counter? Uh, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, too yeah. much anime. But also, Shin had uh, what was it? Eighteen episodes to deliver that slow burn and like then fade and then like. And then realization of his character motivations. And this is yes. a movie where he's supposed to go through these things quickly. And as the character arc pro- progresses, like, it's just kind of convenient a it lot of the time. It very quick. It was... Yeah. yeah. Like, he just... Uh, I don't know. Maybe this... I would, I would like to say maybe this is a better series than a movie. But then again, there's not much story to be told here. So it's like, this is this is probably the best it's going to be in terms of, like, how to pace the stories. It's probably a feature film. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just seems sort of mishandled from a plot perspective. Um, if we go to the positive stuff for one quick sec, because I have to ask yeah. you this. Like, there's, did, lots of, there's lots of positive in this, I will say. Yeah, did you see... No, so, um, director of a lot of Attack on Titan episodes, which is absurdly obvious all over the place. It was like watching them rip around on the ODM gear. Even the water boots was exactly like ODM gear. A lot, um, of, voice, a lot of voice actors, too. Aaron? Attack on Titan. Aaron. Uh, Armin was in there. Leanna um, picked up on him. It was a hard one, too. It was like one of the robot-sounding people. Oh, The wow. Undertakers. Oh, wow, really? She, she was like, oh, Good pick. Aaron. <laughs> I caught I caught Aaron as Kai. Um, yeah, but but also not just AOT, and it it is obviously with studio production. Did yeah. you catch a lot of Vivi Floride shots? Absolutely, the, the eyes, stills, and the, the eyes. There was um, fantastic. The movie, it was it was. I felt so bad. Lee and I were like laughing throughout the movie. Like there was just like it was hard to take seriously after a point because. And I'm going somewhere with this, but mm. I do think the big problem for me is, and any any avid uh, parkour enthusiasts that are listening, I don't I don't mean to besmirch <laughs> any of you. Well, don't brand. They're eighty percent of our audience. I think it's a beautiful trait to be able to use your body such as this, <laughs> but I could give zero fucks about people flipping around in, in like specifically parkour, let alone the driver of a story of like hunger games, parkour. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it seriously. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love this studio. I love their storytelling, but this is like, what the fuck am I watching? Mm-hmm. And they're like these big serious moments. And I'm like, I, I can't take them seriously. They're like, they're doing like jumps and like, like it's, it just, it seemed a little ridiculous even for anime. But anyways, that was it's, a total sideline. There's a shot at the end. The point is, like, we were laughing the whole time. It was just like, this is all about parkour. Like, how like how am I supposed to take this seriously? Yeah. Like, in the real world, I can't take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And I'm expected to, like, you know, turn my brain off and be a part of the story. But, like, so we were just laughing at the whole movie. But, like, right at the end, she's, like, laying there, like, half, like, she's half body. Mm. And she's bubbles. And the bubbles kind of turn to, like, this white foam. And, and mm. I just looked at Leanne. I was like, ah, yes. My final form, soap. <laughs> Dude, you know, but it was it was that's exactly shot. it was because she's on like a grave that's like out yeah. in the water, and it's like this grave of flowers. And then yeah, but I remember I'm, I also looked over. I was like, oh, she's soap scum now. <laughs> um, but it but it's meant to be sad. So I actually I want to rebuttal to your point about how ridiculous it is. Ridiculous it is because. That shot was so great and so beautifully done. It was stunning. But the the hilarious part about the parkour stuff is it's only ridiculous because this 
movie while having an unbelievable animation and kind of a lackluster story it's only parkour is only ridiculous because they are trying to swing for like this is heavy like they're trying to make yes. you yeah. cry. like they're tr- like the end of that movie as she's you know gonna as she's gonna do we spoiler warning i, I don't know if we did uh, but as they get into the final act of the film I mean, yeah. I think we said whatever. Um, as we get into the final act of the film, they're approaching it with, um, you know, the music was great, all that stuff. Like, but the tone that they're getting into is like the final act of that Your Name movie. And to be yeah. and to be fair, the animation quality is right up there with it. But it's like this: the story doesn't even have like an iota of the heart compared to Your Name. No, you, like not even close. And I just don't know. Like, I want the characters to be happy, I guess, but the movie just did not do enough for me to want the protagonist to get what they wanted. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like... And then, like, I'm taking notes throughout the movie, and I'm just like, I guess it's not an ending without a fucking sky beam. Here we are. Like, I I don't know. I just... um, And and I don't know if this is based off of a manga or something, and maybe just a lot got got lost in the transition to feature because you know as as fans of other types of stories, that's happened how many hundreds of times. Yeah. So I don't know. Also, not to be like a wit defender, I I only know like I only noticed like when we went into the actual movie and like they did the credits up top. I don't think wit did the story Mm. because they made a point of saying studio something else story yeah. by and then animation uh, by wit studio so like again i'm not knew. trying to i'm not i'm not maybe they knew <clears throat> you know like again, i'm not trying to defend you know our favorite studio or at least my you know very much my favorite studio but like it was the, the year you know i hadn't really thought of it but i think the your name thing really sticks out i'm sure there's a ever since that because there's a out, lot sure there's of similarities a lot of similarities and you know it's they don't hold a candle to that love story no. and like this as a love story like i didn't buy it you know, we were watching this, and I looked at Leanne. I'm like, "This is like the care." I'm blanking on the bubble character's name, um, Atsu or Adi. Uda. I, Uda. Wow. Okay. Uda. Hibiki some of the and we- Uda. some of the weebiest shit I have seen of like just like her, just the affection and like almost yeah. like the um, what's like just the succumbing to him as a character, like, you know, like, you are my prince, like, I'll do anything for you. It just, it didn't seem genuine, and it was like, is this all just off a moment because he touched a bubble in the sky when he was a kid, you know? It's like, I don't know. It's, it's a bummer. The movie is beautiful. Like, I I, I would like to rewatch it. You know, I, I mm. it's not that I didn't give it a fair shake, the opening. I really... I, I 100, I gave it, like, the fairest shake possible. I went in excited as fuck, you know, like I was 100% in and then it was just like one thing after another and like, I never really understood like why the scientist character was there, like kind of like the, the maternal the, character. Well, the the world like was building was just clumsy as fuck. Like there's no other way to say yeah. it. Like, and a lot of the time the answer to these problems is you extend the length, but a lot of things in this movie were rushed and they spent time, like, I, I don't know, um great montage though her learning montage is the highlight of the movie unbelievable and like, yeah. the weeb stuff didn't even bother me like I'd, ironically like the fan service silly anime moments were like my least they're the least of my concerns in this film because it was it was very muted i just I w- kept like, sitting yeah i just kept sitting here being like why like i just don't care i don't have a sense of urgency i have no connection to these characters this is 
gorgeous, <laughs> but yeah. like, you know what I mean? But that's it. Um, I don't know, like the world building at the beginning, like I, I get it. I really do. But I just thought like the whole, like, I get, I understand the bubble phenomenon. I understand. There's no seclusion. There's no ending to that. Why? Narrative, though, you know, no, like, yeah. we just kind of ends. It was like, what the, f- okay. and, and then also like the CTF stuff for supplies. Like I get it. And all the kids are orphans, but it's like, yeah, but why don't they just fucking leave? Like we don't spend enough time on that, but also, I don't know. Like it just felt clumsy. It's one, you know, we've talked about this a lot as well, where once your audience loses their sense of disbelief, all they're going to do, is, or their their suspense of disbelief rather, mm-hmm. is they're just going to start poking holes, right? Yeah. Like absolutely. once you you haven't weaved a comprehensive enough story to capture the attention of your audience, and you you make like you have a little couple little plot holes, like this is what really this is what caught fire on Game of Thrones towards the end, right? Once people started noticing little things here and there, then they noticed everything, and they just got their torches mm. out. You know, and then, and now it's like, oh, well, if this is wrong, then this is also wrong. And it's like, th- you're no longer along for the ride anymore. You're just sitting there being like, I don't know what I'm supposed to feel from this. I, I don't know. I think like I kind of lost my sense of disbelief or my suspension of my disbelief a, a little bit, like, especially in that third act. And I was like, man, this is really, really fun. And I'm glad I watched it, but I don't know if I'll tune into this one again, like, especially as a feature film. I think if someone asks me about this movie, I'll say it's gorgeous. But like, if you want something that's going to probably change the way you think about film, and especially as, as an introduction to anime, mm. I'm going to say, go watch Your Name. Yeah. It is better in almost every way. Perhaps, you know, you could make an argument for some animation and direction, but I think the direction of and the animation action sequences here are pretty fantastic. Yeah. yeah the POV shots were unbelievable. Well yeah. And if you yeah. want something in series form go watch vivi florette's eye song yeah if they do that same thing and it was so funny when we had pointed out in spy family there's that run that lloyd does he like ducks low and his arms out like naruto and he like does like a fast run they did it in vinland saga they did it in vivi and they did it in this like it must just be like a little like a like their go-to animation mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. to show like the the speed of a character or the the agility of a character it's 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 funny you notice that and the eye stuff too like the vivi like the eye we're stuff. watching i was like well and hair cow. yeah they, they, they animate like these still shots of characters behind in front of like beautiful background like serene backgrounds mm-hmm. they did it to vivi so much and they do it to hibiki they do it to uda a ton in this and, and like some of the best drawn frames I've, I've seen excellent usage of wind wind um they had yeah. some fantastic sound effects as well they did some really great work with the motif that main motif is phenomenal i like you know the, what the four note that like the almost uh, like the, uh, the uh, uh, and then like at the end it kind of all fills in together into a song and i was like beautiful by the end i was like okay you're gonna play it another another time one two three okay there it is. you hear the four like the four part motif and then it moves yeah. on to the next thing but when it came to the end i was like ah yeah that's, that's some some good sound yeah um yeah no it, it did come together very well at the end do we rate it do we, we give it like a number one to ten? Seven. yeah seven yeah so it's we might have sounded more critical than a seven but it was a seven no no and like i i I cannot stress enough just how like uninteresting the narrative is in this. Like it, it, it it's kind of baffling. And yeah. But like again, I don't, I don't want to jump back in, but like everything outside of that, it, you know, I think if I in, 
I think the but, narrative and not having the time with the characters, it's hard to like really here, give it that eight, right? Like it's, this is the thing, though. This is the yeah. problem. The yeah. the weakest story of a movie can't, or the weakest point of a movie can't be its fucking story. No, like the like it just can't. No, you know, like like you know, did you ever watch Doctor Who? Oh, big time. So, what I hear, you know, I've never I've never gotten into it. And I, I know that like there are, Doctor Who, so. and and I know that the modern Doctor Who episodes have pretty great production value and all that. But when they restarted the existing one, however many seasons ago, I've tried to go and watch that original, not the, the original. Yeah, like how how yeah. long ago is that? Do you think it would have been two thousand five? Yes. Believe. Okay, so I've tried to watch the O five series, and the production value was just so abysmal that I I could never get past it. Yeah, but, it's goofy as fuck. There's there's like a church episode. I yeah. remember there's like these like weird little dragons flying around. Yeah, so Yeah. But here's the thing is everyone goes, Yeah, but like the story is so powerful and it's so good and the world building is so fantastic and plus production value stuff really sorts itself out, so it's not that big of a deal. So the, but, the but wait, wait, wait. But but hear me out. The, the, yeah. my point I wanna make is that like production value being shoddy for a little bit not that big of a problem if you really think you've got a good story on your hands like the reverse can't be true like you like it just doesn't work if your production like you have 10 million dollar looking episodes but no one gives a shit about the story well the irony is the new like the most recent seasons it's like the inverse (laughs) you know like it looks (laughs) like the best it ever has and the story is just like nonsensical yeah like leanne like leanne and i like we've watched all of like the new series like that was like our when her and i first started dating like I had watched, you know, years of Doctor Who, but I got her into it. And we watched it all from the beginning, you know, from like Rex and starting out like the super old stuff, and like we fell in love with it. Like all the doctors, all the, like the quirkiness to the show, and also like the set production is like kind of like shitty intentionally in, mm-hmm. in certain instances. It's kind of the charm. I think they kind of trying to harken back to like the sixties, but yeah, no. But now it's not the same. It's a Doctor Who. I never expected us to be talking about that today, but uh, yeah. Breaks my heart. I, I know. I know a lot of people heart. are really, really uh, passionate about it. I, I've just never gotten into it. I, I do uh, quite like. I mean, that, it is a really cool character, though. Like, I, I like the whole idea that other characters can embody. Um, it's a great show, man. Yeah, and, the, the, I, I love me some David Tennant. So I was trying to work up to to get to uh, his role because I'm a big fan of him. One of the best. Yeah. Yeah, he's not my doctor, but he's one of the best. Who's your doctor? I'm a Capaldi guy. Lewis Capaldi, Capaldi, Spotify. <laughs> they are related. <laughs> Fuck off, really? No, they are. Yeah, <laughs> that's ridiculous. So before you go, <laughs> sorry. Um, okay. Um, do you want me to throw to you? Yeah. Uh, you have something? Yeah. What do you got? Well, <clears throat> so. I've been on in like a bit of a live action binge, uh, case in point. Typical. To- Tokyo Vice and Moon Knight. Um, I really want you to say what I hope you're going to say, but I have a feeling you won't. I guess I could have just thought that instead of saying it out loud. Okay. Well, Do you ever okay, feel so, that way? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, 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 I better call Saul's back. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. A couple weeks late, um, I was able to catch up on... Uh, I think the episode four aired last night, but I was able to watch episodes one, two, and three over the past few days. Is it what, season six? Season six, part one. Um, they're splitting it up, but it's I think the second part's coming in, in the summer, so it's not like we're waiting a full year or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I, I won't say on too long. I'm just going to say, you know, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, they are two different shows in the same yep. world. I genuinely like Better Call Saul more. I've really heard that. I know you but you said that a while ago, too. It's two different beasts. It's apples and oranges. You know, 
Not even that. It's like a, like a nectarine and an orange, you know? Like, they're kind of in the citrus family, but, like, they're not the same flavor is, profiles at all. At this point, is Vince Gilligan still showrunning? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Him and him and, him and uh, Peter Gould, I think his name is. Yeah, it is. Um, okay. It's it's really good, and, like, you know, the villains, and, you know, I went, I went, I went to go text... Uh, I went to go text my brother. Um, like I was like, man, Mike Armentrout, like, you put him on screen for, like, 30 seconds, it's phenomenal. You put him on for 10 minutes, it's phenomenal. Like, any bit of screen time you have with just that that character of Mike, just, you know. He was one of my you know? favorites in Breaking Bad. Would you say that his journey is better or as good in Better Call Saul? So, like, you get more time with him. You see him the days of, like, you know, when he's not... Like, you know, he's always been, like, a dirty cop. Like, they went over that in, mm-hmm. in Breaking Bad. You know, but, like, the years where he was retired and he wasn't involved with Gus and all that. And you can see how he gets hooked up with Gus and stuff along the way. And, and you can see, like, you know, all the characters make the same mistakes over and over and over. That, like, that's the demise of every character in the show is they just cannot stay, cannot stop making the same mistakes. Hmm. And Mike is no different. And, you know, Saul is no different. And- they bring back Gus Fring, right? Oh, for yeah, of like him like firing up the empire and all that, and like trying to sort some shit out to get to where mm. he is and breaking it's it's really really good, um, you know, and like Bob Odenkirk, like he was great in Better Call Saul, but what he does as Jimmy McGill is to see him like before he becomes Saul Goodman, you know, he yeah. like you can tell like he even though he's like kind of a shit and he's just been not a low life, but you just always a fuck up and always like getting into scams and mm-hmm. that. like just, you know, he's like a fast runner kind of thing, but like he has a heart and he's like genuinely a good person. Yeah. So it's interesting to see like where it finally made that. Cause even in breaking bad, like, you know, he wasn't like a total scumbag. No, like, he, he was compassionate, you know, he and, held on to his conscience or it's more of his morality than Walt did in the end. Right. Yes. And you can see like seeing how he acted towards the end of breaking bad. And then you see him, younger as jimmy mcgill and you're like oh that's where that is that's where it came yeah. from you know it's all it was always there i, I did watch a, really a couple seasons but i i found it like people said it was a slow burn i found it to be the slowest of burns like I, those the first, first couple seasons yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Ugh. but uh like the woman ria seahorn i think her name who plays she was great Kim Wexler is one of the best characters out of that whole universe. Like, oh, she really? is, oh, she's so good. Every anytime she's on screen, I could I could listen to her talk. For her, I, really it's good. so funny because that's not what you think you're signing up for for that show. No. And then I was like, well, she's become my favorite character, and this whole this dynamic between the two of them is my thing. But I thought I was signing up to see Saul become or Jimmy become Saul. It's very weird, weird mm-hmm. show. But yeah. so, but anyway, you're digging early season oh, six, big time. Like, jo- like, you know. Um, I was able to catch episode three, like, as it aired, like, last Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I watched them in the day, and then, you know, I was like, hey, new episode, I'm watching it live, and I was just, like, jaw-dropped. I was like, fuck, man. Like, it was like Breaking Bad. It was like watching Breaking Bad again. Like, the stakes are set, you know? Right. Like, you were just on the edge of your seat. Like, very few shows in in my time, like, watching, like, live viewing, you're just like, oh, oh shit like what's gonna happen like oh there's only 20 minutes left like something's about to happen you know like true detective would be one breaking mm. bad you know certain seasons of game of thrones like you know definitely like two to four i think was like really you know kind of like edge of your seat every episode towards like the end of the season and better call Saul is just in you know in the all time for that too it's just true say they really know how to slow burn in the most effective way it's so okay cool. well okay let me say this then 
Let me yep. steal it. This is this is my last or second to last because I'll give you a uh, Neon Genesis update after this Ooh, one. Okay. Um, but I want because we're just talking about live action stuff, and I I don't know how I didn't come swinging in with this one earlier. We've had a really action packed episode today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lots to talk about. But Grant, yeah. I saw, and I don't say this lightly, and you know this. I saw one of the best episodes of television I've seen in years uh, last week or this week or whatever. Severance? The, the finale of season one okay. of Severance, yeah. Yeah. Um, how far are you? Uh, fuck, I almost hollered to Leanne in the other room. What episode are we on? Hey! <laughs> uh, I think, Get in here! I think uh, six. I think we've watched six. Okay. Yes. we've Yeah, because... There's a thing, I again, I've been so bad at not sending my messages. We watched episode four, and it was sitting there, waiting to be sent to you, saying, I think I just want to watch one of the best episodes of TV in my life. Oh, really? Eh? The, uh, yeah, if you remember episode four, like how that... I don't, but we can... Uh, I won't spoil the finale, but we can spoil up to episode six, if that's where you're at. Spoiler warning. Um, yeah, sure. But, no, but sorry, you, you talk about the finale a little bit, and then we'll kind of get where I'm at. Yeah, that. sure. I mean, I'm not going to say much other than, you know, there. I, I told you, I think, last week on the show that we finished up to episode eight, and it's not a spoiler to say it had a cliffhanger, because it did. Yeah. Every episode and, at this point has had a cliffhanger. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, breaking news. Drama has cliffhangers. Give me a break, right? <laughs> um, but no, there's a and there's a cliffhanger on like the um, penultimate episode, and then I but I thought it was the finale, and it wasn't. So then we watched the finale, and like then there's just like some payoff and whatnot, um, and and I, it's just masterfully directed. I think um, watching the tone shift in Severance. And the tension mount and the urgency silently and slowly start to increase is like one of the best like just directorial performances I've ever seen. Like, mm. don't get me wrong, the actors are doing a phenomenal job. The cinematography is stellar in this show. Um, but I really think it's the direction. Like, it's not always been stellar. There's uh, someone else. I hate that I don't know their name off the top of my head. Um, oh, the um, something McArdle? Yeah, I think so. But anyway, that it's it's just the tone from episode to episode. It's just slowly building and building and building throughout season one. And like, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's just masterfully done, man. Like I can't believe that they pulled it off. That's one of the best season finales I've probably ever seen. I have to think of like some others. I'm not gonna say it's the number one because it's not. But like, you know. It's just really fucking good. Like, they just kind of pulled off a thing, and I think it's great. I also have to give a huge shout-out to something that really enhanced my watching experience, and you know that I'm into this, but if you're listening, you might be as well, is um, there's a subreddit community called Apple TV Severance, or fucking Severance Apple TV Plus. Just Google Severance subreddit, and you'll find it. And there's post-reddit, post-episode Reddit Reddit discussions there. And after the... um, after the finale, the showrunner, the guy that wrote and the guy that wrote the uh, the main story, did an AMA there because mm. um, they got greenlit for season two, and uh, talks to people and you know answers lots of really cool questions and there's lots of amazing like theories out there and anyway I've rambled it was great <sighs> it's well okay so episode four is the the suicide episode yes where um, Helly. 
Helly. Yes. Yeah. So, tries to, her Innie tries to kill herself. Just like a phenomenal, like you know, the pacing of like you know, you you, the, you can feel the dread is like leading. Like every scene is just like slowly leading up to more dread by the end of the episode, and then you know, Helly finally gets her moment. You know, in, in a you know, we soon find out again. Spoilers, everyone is, you know, attempted suicide doesn't go through, but just like the back and forth between her and you know the like. It was such a strong episode. The following episode, which is like the optics and design episode, yeah, which a lot happens there. And it was a, it was a great episode, but it was kind of like oh, like I was like, see, this is the power of watching something week to week mm-hmm. because we went from episode four right into, or episode five, or we had waited like a day or two and went into episode five, and I was like, this just isn't hitting like it should be. But it's not because we enjoyed that last episode so much. Like mm-hmm. you know, like the funeral in episode four and. Um, you know, we kind of get a taste of optics, optics and design in that episode. How cool is it to see Christopher Walken oh, just like wandering the halls? You know, I was just like, I was, I was like, just looking at Leanne. I was like, this fucking guy has still got it. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's, he's such a, such a good actor. You know, mm-hmm. like he does the the goofy, he does the serious, he does you know the you know he, such even at his age, like he's he was Dude. such an imposing figure. He's doing years it. and years ago, and he's yeah. just. He's just so soft and gentle. And just like the relationship uh, between him and uh, Irving is so uh, fantastic. Beautiful. Beautiful to see with him. Like just I I can't <sighs> believe how gentle he comes across. Like the two of them. Yeah. It's a really nuanced performance. Like yeah. it's um we were talking about like restrained and, and muted and stuff like that. Like yeah. they they're they're just barely letting enough out. Like it's so hard to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, um, you think of performances like that, like, you think of acting, you think about, like, the big breakdown scenes, right? The rage scenes, all that stuff. But it's, like, it's just as hard to do, like, these, you're just barely holding it in scenes. You know what I mean? Like, quiet anxiety or, like, a little bit of a butterflies in the in the tummy, which, which I think they have a lot of around. I, I don't know, man. It's really well done. Oh, such a good show. Okay. Severance. All right. One more thing from you, and then and then we should uh, we should get ready to wrap it here. One more thing. All right, what should I pick? Okay, sorry, so, I hate to make no, you choose. No, 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 no. Um, so, have you heard of the show Winning Time on HBO? No. The next. the dynasty dynasty of the lake dynasty of the Lakers. No. No, I I'm not even like not even once have I heard. Okay, of that. so I've been watching this week to week for about like nine weeks there now. So w- Winning Time. Winning Time. So All it's, right, hit it's, me up. It's based on a book from. The show is based around the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, who's and... that? Okay, <laughs> so I'm kidding. <laughs> Silly goose. Um, so anyway, so like it's about like the rising, like the rookie season of Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and you know, so there's just various people. Like um, John C. Riley plays like the owner, the new owner of like the this Doctor Bus character. He he bought the Lakers. That's and, so something I I didn't know I wanted, but now I'm oh, willing to see John C. Really Riley playing a team owner. You know, and like um, there's, there's just like a bunch of people in it, like random random people, and it's just it's based on a book. Like on I don't know who wrote it, but it's essentially just like the events of like that went that took place during that first season mm-hmm. of like when they were trying to like get to the championship and all that. Um, like. I, I don't know why. I, I think ever since I watched that Michael Jordan documentary, oh. I've just had this like, man, like I kind of like 
secondarily like secondhand like basketball like i i won't watch it you know i don't i don't you know i don't watch games but i like the sport like i've always liked basketball movies like you know coach carter and uh you know there's uh yeah it's not really the same but like the basketball diaries there it's a little it's a little depressing there but you know like i've just i've always kind of like liked the sport and just seeing like whether any of this is true like you know all like all the drugs and the partying and, and you know everyone's events are always like unclear i don't know how accurate this whole story is but i've been watching every week i've been enjoying it you know it's 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 funny and the editing and they do like a it's very adam mckay who's sorry i should have hit that up top is very oh. much involved um so like it has it's what like don't look up should have been you know <laughs> like uh. the, the little moments looking up to the camera and like kind of breaking the fourth wall and saying you know like at one point like magic johnson He's going like he's at a convention and people are trying to sell him on like shoe sponsor sponsorships and stuff. And there's one where essentially Nike went up to him and the guy gives this and it's all based on a true story, you know, hypothetically and all that. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, like sign this and you you know you'll become a, like a billionaire one day. And he's like, no, 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 I don't trust that. I'm going with Converse. And then it cuts to like an animation of like all the money he lost out on <laughs> <laughs> or like stuff like that. Like it it, it feels like a documentary. And they changed the filter to look like it was shot in the seventies at random moments in the episode. Interesting. It's, it's a fun show. It's long, like very. Every episode is like almost like at least an hour. It feels Damn. like. How many episodes and, would you say? Um, next week is episode ten, and it's the finale. Damn. Yeah. So it's look it's at HBO. Huh? Yeah, it's fun. Like HBO though. There's not too much basketball, which is kind of like, you know, like they show some stuff from games, but it's a lot of like, you know backroom lo- like oh, what, what's his name wait uh, are you telling me that the laker wait, is it the lakers yeah, yeah they're yeah. not a hockey team <laughs> sorry last one <laughs> see if i was a sports guy i would i would get upset but like i'm not so i don't care oh, you <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm making these jokes with you but um like jason siegel is one of the main characters he plays one oh, of the coaches dude uh adrian brody is a coach as well or um he, he's hmm. in it as well like it's it's really really good seth yeah. Sorry. Oh no, that's not Seth. I'm thinking of Adam Brody. Sorry. The OC. You wait. You tell me you never watched the OC. No, dude. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to be popular in high school, that would have been your chance. I was not that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cal- <were> there, California. <laughs> oh, that show. Okay. People yeah, yeah, are at home. That. They're singing along. Sure. Here we go. Okay. What a weird episode. I love it. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it is, it's a really good show. Like I said, I know, I'm sure a son of it, like, it's just not, like, true or it's just other people's events. And I know, like, a lot of, of the people that it's based on have, like, come out and been outspoken of, like, nah, I didn't go that way. I don't appreciate that, like, interpretation of my life and all that. Mm. Like, um, like, the guy that John C. Riley is playing. Mm. It's like, yeah, like, I never did that. It's like, okay, dude, like, you were a gross human being. And John C. Riley's kind of playing like a gross human being. So, like, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fun show. Like I said, it's, it's, uh, interesting. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Kind of like Riley Band of Brothers. It. Are you watching Band of Brothers? No, I'm getting ready for okay. a rewatch, though. Ooh. Yeah, boy. I think the soon to be third part is coming out, like, the Masters of the Air. Tom I don't Hanks even, working on. what on earth are you talking about? What? Well, no, because like you know, Tom Hanks and Spielberg, yes. they did Band of Brothers. Yes, and that I know. Then they did The Pacific. Wait, I didn't and... know that one. What's that? Wait, wait, maybe I watched that. What's that? 
Um, well, it's like similar style. I think it just takes place in like the, uh, the not the European theater, but like the Pacific theater. Like it takes place in like Japan and like those conflicts. It's like follow up <gasps> series. Is it just as good as B.O.B.? See how I, I see what I did I there? I think if you ask like the diehard, like if you ask my brother, like if you message my brother right now, he would mm-hmm. probably say Band of Brothers is better. He'd get back to me in most- a couple weeks. Oh my god! See, I think I put think, you on blast. I think most of most of the fans think Band of Brothers is is the better, but Pacific is phenomenal. But there's always supposed to be like this third part mm-hmm. that was to be done about the air, like you know pilots and stuff like that. Cause uh... Pacific was more about the, again. I haven't seen Band of Brothers. I've seen most of the Pacific. You haven't seen um, Band of Brothers? No, it's just it's one of those ones. It's just, I don't know if like, I don't know how much crossover there would be for our audience, but, uh, God, man, you should watch that. We could review it or something or we, I've always wanted to watch it. Just never got around to it. Oh God, Grant. It's fantastic. For anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's an HBO series from the early two thousands where they get the actual veterans to, you know, tell true stories of a platoon of, uh, of allied forces called easy company that go from basically from D-Day till almost the end of the war. And, you know, and, and the the veterans are, they, they do, like, um, mini interviews before every single episode to, like, sort of provide a little bit of color on the story that you're about to see, a little bit of insight. Mm-hmm. It's it's the be- by far the best, uh, probably considered the best, like, World War II serialized telling of events for television, made for television. It is, it's the best war thing I've ever seen. Damn. Well, yeah. shit. I'm going to have to watch that now, dude. Sorry, bro. Um, in related news, that 70s show actors to reprise their roles in that 90s show spinoff. Topher Grace, um, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, and more will return. I'm all in for it. More at 11. <laughs> Did you know watch the 70s show back in the day? Yeah. yeah I think show. I checked out because, like, uh, didn't Topher Grace leave? Yeah, well, that, that season's not great, but... Yeah, but yeah, like, all the rest of it, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. God, I don't even know what to put the show in the show notes at the end here. Winning time slash band of brothers slash that seventy show. And then just her red foreman. Just <laughs> <laughs> still a red foreman. Uh, Challenge is now to you, Vivian. <laughs> enjoy this one. Um, okay, uh, okay, I'm gonna end on this. <laughs> what a weird episode. Beyond Genesis has has not gotten insane yet i just watched a fantastic episode episode 14 where it's like the summary of the 10 angel attacks that have happened so far yeah and uh there's lots of like really cool hints of like ikari is saying stuff like the timeline is proceeding as set out in the dead sea scrolls whatever the fuck that means and there's some weird shit going on ray had a cool narration monologue scene and it's getting artsy um start your engines yeah so (laughs) and then there was like this very mysterious ending where ray's ava is carrying out this giant red spear it's um and this secret project adam has been referenced a bunch I'm trying to keep up with it, but I'm trying not to read too much into things. I found a rewatch community of mm. first-time watchers on on Reddit, um, so that's helping as well. I don't know, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm like watching probably like one episode every two days at this point, and I'm I'm just that's the move at this uh, yeah at this juncture that is the move I think. But I'm I'm really really loving it. That's uh, that's where I'm at. How'd you like episode thirteen, the isolation episode? Like in when they're in stuck in nerve and like the AI's taking over. The yeah. 
How good is that fucking episode? So it's funny that you remember that one by name, but yeah, it, it was a, that was a very different change of pace. Yeah. And I gotta say, like, very ahead of its time. Like, yes. Um, one of the best bottle episodes I've ever seen. An incredible bottle episode, and just like lots of, there's just a lot of modern TV that does that kind of shit these days. That's why yeah. it was so weird to see, like, this show doing it. And I was like, you know what? Like, fucking get it. I, I was down. I'm, ahead yeah. of its time. Very, very much ahead of its time. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, shit kind of fly off the handle. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Yes. Okay. That first time is important, I think. <laughs> yes. The first cut is the deepest, as they say. Um, I think we can wrap it up on that. Yeah, I don't think we could jam-pack anymore if we tried. Yeah, 74 minutes, 56, 57. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like and subscribe. Um, follow the podcast on Instagram if you... Want us to cover specific shows in the future? Let us know. We'll cover it on the post show. Maybe we'll do fun bonus episodes or we'll go back to like a weekly coverage thing at some point when we really fall in love with an anime. It's all going to happen. Uh, it's just a matter of, of when and what. But uh, thank you again for watching and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.